Hey y'all. Hey y'all. What's up? Um <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm leaning on the chair because this is how it's gonna be today. What's going on? I'm having a terrible, very bad Alexander's very bad day, but it's just like I'm so over it. Like I cannot even talk about it because I'm going to this is my 13th reason, as if I didn't need one. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So I just have to remember, and I want you guys listening also, because a lot of people that were that listen to our podcast are going through things right now. And I want y'all to remember, and I want to also say, relax. It's a bad day. It's a bad week. It might even be a bad month, but it is not a bad life. And like, we have to just remember that and, and practice. I, keep, I also keep thinking like this year is definitely going to be it. Like, even though this week isn't necessarily going my way like, yeah, at all, like not even a little bit, every <laughs> chance I get where I'm like, oh, maybe it's like, no. Yeah, no, okay. I feel like the year started out on a good note. I feel like it started out like it felt like it was going to change. And then just when I was like, oh, this is it. Like we Michael Jackson, this is it. Like, <laughs> it was like, hold on, bitch. Let me show you something real quick. I think so. it has a few things left to get out of the way from. And I still feel like this is kind of from 2023. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. So yeah. I'm just going to charge it to the game. Yeah. And, just, and keep it going. And pray about it. So, but yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, let's just get into it. Let's just get the episode on the road and just you guys sit with that. It is a bad day, not a bad life. Um, mm-hmm. Black Excellence Awards. Let's mm-hmm. get into it. There are so many, but I am having a day into which I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do in order to cope. So I had a lot of Black excellent people. There was so much Black excellence at the Emmys, which we'll be getting into. Yes. But my award is actually going to the entire all-white cast of Succession. So shout out to the cast of Succession. You guys get the Black Excellence Award of this motherfucking week. And I dare a bitch to check me because I don't care. It was the last season of Succession. I don't know why Jesse Armstrong with his British ass. Shout out to our British listeners. Like, how do you, Honey Nut Cheerios. Um, his British ass decided to fucking end the show in four seasons. Every single episode of this last season was so good, especially, um, God, I personally, I know that the finale is one of the greatest episodes of TV that I've ever witnessed live because they're celebrating, um, 24 or 25. Yeah. I think 25 years of the Sopranos, but I, I was a child when the Sopranos was airing. So I didn't give a fuck about no Sopranos. I, I gave a fuck about Maybe Bear in the Big Blue House. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, what a memory. Right, exactly. That's all I cared about. I didn't care about no damn James Gandolfini. Like, baby. Um, And I know the the other guy from White Lotus, not even Sopranos. So I feel like the, the thing that I've been alive for 
that I actually cared about that's one of the must-watch uh, appointment TV events of the year has been Game of Thrones was appointment TV. Power was appointment TV. I would say Empire, the first few seasons of Empire was appointment TV. And the the appointment of all appointments for me personally, and clearly for this award season, was Succession. I really liked the episodes where, spoiler alert, the dad was alive. They killed him on the third episode and the rest of the season we see how the siblings basically like fight it out or whatever but it was just such a good season such good writing such good delivery such good acting everyone on the cast did the damn thing the writing was perfect the director the directors did their damn thing and on top of that it's just like of course they're gonna win all the awards because it's their last season and they've only been out four seasons so it's not like you have this kind of like oh i'm tired of this show winning everything every single year because they've only been out four seasons and i know that a lot of people are mad that the last of us didn't win in a lot of their categories and they lost to succession baby the last of us has one season now it was great it was cute um but succession is gorgeous and gorgeous is going to win execute every time period you know maybe next time the last of us will win um it has many chances to i think it's a great show obviously it's hbo so hbo puts out nothing but pure quality content but as far as the emmys last night it was the 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 night of succession and the night of the bear so shout out to them and also shout out to the blackest of the white cast uh mr brian cox aka the voice of the mcrib commercial for mcdonald's he does the voice and he's the main character in succession and i'm it just made me realize that god i am going to miss the hell out of the show, missed the hell out of the cast, and it would have been nice uh, to see Jeremy Strong on stage with the rest of the cast, but he is filming another movie, which is very Kendall Roy of him not to be there when they get their flowers, but, you know, he takes it so seriously, he don't even think that that's a show, so... Yeah, so Black Excellence Award goes to the cast of Succession, and if anyone disagrees, cry about it. I didn't disagree. I want to say that, too. I want to make that clear. A lot of the times, did I root for Succession? Probably the first, I'll be honest, probably the first two times. But after the third, I'm like... Okay. Who do you think it should have went to? Honestly, you're right, though. I I mean, it's it's not that it shouldn't have went. I just felt bad for some of the other people, like White Lotus. I think White Lotus won one for Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, she won where it counted. Like, yeah, that's hilarious. So, so it's best you know, or it's best supporting actress, I think. They yeah. had the win, and I felt the same way about The Last of Us. Although I think it's a great show it only have one season so it's like 
you can't really it's I don't think it's fair unless that one season was like absolutely just immaculate you know there were certain things that I can find that I can sit down and I can be like okay especially those last two episodes those were kind of lazy and I'll say that I feel I feel it was a I'm sorry Kendrick but it was a strong start but that last episode when they brought um What's the girl that cried all the time from Euphoria? When they brought her on, it was just like, okay, I don't know where this is going. Yeah. But yeah, so mine is actually going to go to Marla Gibbs from 227, from the Jeffersons, from the Miss Pat show, and from something else that she did that I'm not really familiar with, but apparently she did it recently. But she came out with Quinta from Abbott Elementary. And I love this lady. She is a legend. She's been around forever. She is a part of Black history. We've wa- I've watched her on my screen since, like, I'd say early 2000s. 227 was a staple in my house- household. Well, I'll say once we got TV Land and once we got um, that other channel that I forgot about. But that's when I was like, I know what 227 is. And if y'all don't remember, that's the show with Jack A., um, Marla Gibbs uh, was was Countess Vaughn was also in it as a young, which is uh, Kim from the Parkers. She was in it. Regina King was in it. So it's a lot of familiar faces that we see today. It was a launching pad for yeah. a lot of Black Hollywood royalty. A lot of Black Hollywood royalty. So shout out to her because it like I love to see that she's still coming out. She's still getting recognition, and people are still taking the time to like recognize how great this woman is love to see it. amen and she deserves her the black excellence award and she deserved her flowers because i know that people online were going crazy when they brought her out so Mm -hmm. like as they should my mama (laughs) oh my god it's marla gibbs (laughs) i'm like yes mama that's her and then we and, and shout out to Threads too because we were definitely on Threads all last night. All last night they sent all us some night. pizza. Shout out to them. My mama was literally a part of it because I recorded her saying a few things. Yes, that it was, was just, my favorite part. It was a good time, honestly. We'll be like we usually okay. Sometimes we watch awards, sometimes we don't, or sometimes we'll watch it and we don't post about it. But now that we have found the new Twitter, you know, we are going to be more active in posting about things that are not necessarily just Bravo. We're gonna post about Bravo. But we're going to post in addition to Bravo because we love all these other things going on. So all award season, we will actually be tuning in and posting about it. So specifically, I can't wait till the BET Awards come. Yeah. In the cup with my twin, we be vibing. Classy bitch, and you know we be outside with it. Um, so yeah, let's catch us on threads. But speaking of the Emmys, what who do you think gave the best speech? 
it's gonna be Niecy Nash for me. Thank you. And can you tell me what she said? Can you do your Niecy oh Nash gosh. impression? I'm gonna I'm gonna read it to y'all. I felt like but I want to thank me. It reminds me of Snoop Dogg, but we now I have thank a black. <laughs> for believing in me and doing what they said I could not do. I want to say to myself in front of all of you beautiful people, go girl with your bad self. You did that. Finally, I accept this award on behalf of every black and brown woman who has gone unheard yet over police, like Glenda Cleveland, like Sandra Bland, like Breonna Taylor. So beautiful. Like it was just so inspirational. I was inspired. I was in the bed. I just was inspired, but I didn't know what to do. So I was just like, okay, well, I will keep that in the back of my mind, along with the um, Beyonce speech, which is like, don't talk about what you're going to do. Don't be think about, about doing it. Don't criticize somebody else for what they're doing or what they're not doing. Be about it. Be about that action. Without that speech, we actually would not be here. So those are some of the most important um, speeches and there's also one that I can't bring up but it's a it's a great speech um, and there's another one shout out to Maggie Gyllenhaal shout out to the deuce which they what canceled. Did she say? I can't even think of it but I feel like I told you guys before when she was in that mirror y'all know exactly what I'm talking about on episode one when she was in that mirror with that boy and she told him exactly what she told him you're gonna pay me because if your dad is a car salesman. <laughs> yes, oh my God. I forgot about that speech, but that goes down into one of the top way. speeches. Top does the, top does speech. the guy pay less? Like, Q-T-N-A. I, I feel like Maggie Gyllenhaal and her titties should have separately won two awards <laughs> at the Emmys for that speech. So if you guys want to bring that back and just like, I think there should be an award that's timeless. Like if if we find something, even if it's from like 1972, if it touches us, yeah. bring that person out on the stage. Like I, there should be one category for that. Well, yeah. Well, yes. And like Ari is saying yes. And <laughs> like that is exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I love that song. Shout out to her too. Hmm. Um. No. So what? What? What was okay? So it was three hours, very lengthy. But I will say I wasn't terribly bored. I thought that Anthony Anderson was a good host. I thought that the mama bit was cute, but you know, I get it. Um, and then I also loved the Martin reunion. The Martin reunion, I think, is for every like black person or fan of comedy on the face of the earth. It's very important to mm. note that even when we are exceptional, they weren't even nominated for an Emmy. And to this day, people are quoting Martin, talking mm. about Martin from the boomers to generation alpha which is like the babies right now like everyone still talks about martin and i love to see the cast all together dressed to the nines i don't know if y'all noticed but i do believe something going on because martin was real uncomfortable and i'm glad you said something about it 
Wait, hold on. Oh. I don't think that my point was your point. Hold on. Don't get me. Okay. My point was, I think Martin is on Ozempic because he went from like. That's another good point. Like that meme. You know what? The thing is to his, I don't know. Because it kind of looks like natural. It's like well, it's that's not, the thing. When you yeah. start off and you actually exercise with it, especially when you start from where he was <laughs> and you don't go too far, he do, he's not looking ozempic skinny. He's looking, oh, you look good. You got in shape. Like you start and, going to McDonald's and using your coupons. Right. And you now go to Bole or Chipotle. Um, and you use the app, but I think I'll say all this to say I think it's great because I do believe that he has some health issues, and if that is something that helped him, God bless him. And I was I'm just saying it to say that he looked really good, and I think that there was a weight loss aid, um, in it because just like with Oprah, like you know she well she has finally admitted to saying that she took the weight loss drug, but um, as far as like. Martin, he doesn't really do interviews like that, but I know that they did Bad Boys 4. So maybe he was like, I need to get in shape for that. Or I don't know. I just really think that he looked great. I love to see the cast together. And I do think that he did look uncomfortable, but I, it might be, it wasn't because I want to know, I want to know your theory. What, what were you going to say? I just felt like maybe a certain interaction happened before they came out, or maybe he was just nervous in general, because like you said, he doesn't really do interviews like that. And it's kind of nerve wracking because even when he did the last bad boys, I mean, people talked about that way real bad. That's why I'm saying there's such a drastic change. Yeah. So I didn't think, I don't know if it's something negative like i said they all looked amazing i want to make that very clear but it was just like he didn't he wasn't really talkative so i'm like you know like where's marty mar yeah where's martin but to be fair too my mom brought up a great point she's like he hasn't really been the same in a while he hasn't really been like as joke like he used to crack jokes all the time. He used to be have more of a stage presence on more interviews. And it's like now it is very hard to be in a room with Martin Lawrence. Yeah, I just I also felt like it was fair of them to point out that the Emmys has never given them a, a nomination or an award. But it was like they kept saying it. And I'm like, okay, so did you just, did you bring them out to give them their flowers and let them present? And I feel like saying it once would be enough. Or did you bring them out to just talk about how they don't have an Emmy? Because that was like the whole shtick of them. Like Cole is saying, oh, we're finally getting our Emmy. And then Gina's like, oh, we never got an Emmy. And then Pam is like, oh, we never got an Emmy. And then Martin is like, okay, well, let me announce who's nominated for an Emmy. And I'm like, how many times? Like, we have the cast of Martin dressed to the nines all together. Rest in peace to the guy that played Tommy. Like, we have them together all at once in such a long time. Well, really since the Martin reunion, which um, was very enjoyable if you watched it. But it's like, okay, Anne, yes, Anne. Yes. But it was like a good, it was a good, you know, fun. 
It was it was nice Please. to look at. Tracy Ellis Ross was there. Um, yes, and Natasha Leon. Shout out to her. From... Oh, that wasn't Kat Dennings. <laughs> she looks nothing like no damn Kat Dennings. Oh, Natasha Leon. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what I was thinking. Like what? <laughs> They were making chocolate. I remember that. And it was like a scene from I Love Lucy. Yeah, the classic mm-hmm. chocolate scene where they can't keep up in the factory. And that was another thing that Anthony Anderson was doing. It was like, oh, I never learned any. And he's like, okay. Like, it's either you're going to host it or not. Like, baby. all the black people are like, I'm going to do it. But at the same time, y'all ain't giving me shit. So. I like that part. Like, I like, I like them being called out. But it's yeah. like, okay, once is enough because it's like, okay. We don't need to beg for this shit. We made it popular. It's still going down in history. Grownish is a grownish, blackish, Martin, like all these things. Like there are so many. Jack. Yeah. True Jackson GP, VP. Like all these um, things are have not been nominated for Emmys, but we still love them. And they go double to platinum in our households. Black, white beige puerto rican like it don't matter so um we're still going to be watching these shows and i do think it brings a important like point of conversation to the front is like okay we're good enough to entertain you we're good enough to host for you we're good enough to make special appearances because you know you love us but we're not good enough to be nominated and we're not good enough to win that nomination yeah um, a good thing that I did see was Trevor Noah finally won a, a, you know, an award for The Daily Show, but they don't have like a, a replacement yet and they need to just pick Leslie Jones for it because she is, she's really good. Do you disagree? No, I love that. I love Leslie Jones. Do you know who Leslie Jones is? Yeah, of course. I just feel I feel like, like I always defend Leslie Jones. I feel like we have never talked about Leslie Jones. Maybe in my household. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Because everybody's like, she's not funny. Like, <laughs> she's funny to me. No, she is funny. I especially like when she used to recap the Game of Thrones thing. Or she, I think she might have did it once, actually. Never mind. She watches but a lot of shows. And you know what? She recaps Below Deck. She's a very big Below Deck fan. And, you know, even though that is not her thing yet. Shout out to her. Shout out to her and shout out to Below Deck. I like her. Funny enough to host a daily show, though. Like, because I I just feel like a weird. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Well, then that's what you want to say. Maybe that should kind of go to, like, Kiki Palmer or something. I don't see it. Not for the daily show. I think that she's great in carving out her own space and like hosting or like somebody that's conversational like really, shows. Really funny. Okay, like, so she's not like gut busting <laughs> funny, I guess. Is what yeah, but it's like who is Trevor, just go back. Um, anyways, that's not our jobs. Like, I'm not in the casting room for the Daily Show. I feel like we could host the Daily Show, honestly. Because all you do is sit up there and talk about what happened every day. And I can do that. 
That's what the fuck we do anyway. And you give glam and like you prop us up in the right lighting. Like, hey, I wear a suit every day. I don't mind. Yeah, I wear a fucking prom dress. I'll go back to a fucking brush cut. I don't care. Like it is. Yeah. No, absolutely. I wear. (laughs) I'm ready to 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 have a show. What did you think about the Amy Winehouse trailer? I didn't think nothing of it. I thought that they should have, you know. I think they should recast. I think that they can put it on Lifetime. That's what it's giving. The whole movie. Because I don't know, maybe maybe it's because I saw all of the photos of when they were filming it. I hated it. I hated the trailer. I hated the person that they got to play her. I don't think it is anything like her. I don't think she acts anything like her. I don't. Th- I don't think about Amy Winehouse when I see that. It's ridiculous to me. I would just wish they would scrap it and go back to square one and just take the trailer back, take it off the internet, delete it from YouTube, delete it from my mind. Like I don't even. I can't believe that they took this long and this is what they come up with. She looks. Nothing like her. Oh my god! Enough. And I'm so tired of them doing that. It's like you guys take all the time in the world. Yeah. Princess Diana, great casting. Whoever casted her for that crown show, they needed to cast Amy Winehouse because when I say that lady looks just just like, like her, Princess the Diana. It couldn't have been a better choice. Agree. So it's like, why is it so hard to cast Amy Winehouse? Because I know 10 British bitches that look just like Amy Winehouse right now. Literally. I go on Instagram. They, I would have been more satisfied if they put Sky from Black Ink Crew on and was like, this is Amy <sighs> Winehouse. Yeah, so that's a chop. That's a chop. It's awful. But I am gonna watch. I am gonna watch. I want to make that very clear. What you just talked all like I've never because I know they're not gonna do it. I know they're not gonna be like. I know that they're not gonna like you know said on the podcast. I guess we gotta scrap the movie. I know that they won't do that. But when once you go in on something for I feel like more than thirty seconds, you should not be watching it. Like (laughs) I'll talk shit because I like Amy Winehouse. Are you watching but, it in theaters, or are you going to wait till it comes to streaming? I kind of want to see that in theaters. So not only are you watching it, but you're spending money, and you don't even like it. going to the theater? I want to critique it with, like, a beer or something, and give it, like, my... I can't beer. wait till it comes out, so you, you have to do it on this podcast. You have I'm to have gonna, notes and everything. Exactly and let what I think of her. Good luck. That's what I will say. Although I don't approve. Like in the words of RuPaul, girl, good luck and good don't luck. fuck it up. <laughs> don't fuck it up, which she already did. Based on that trailer. Okay, okay. Speaking of RuPaul, shout out to RuPaul for winning, giving an amazing speech that's well needed. But who I would like to highlight is T.S. Madison. It was so great to see T.S. Madison on the Emmy stage. Um, if you guys have not been watching, me and Kendrick have 
thank God I have someone who's going to watch Drag Race with me. Did I not watch the last season with you guys? And you didn't really like it. Like, you talked about it. You said that it was cute. You said that, you know, they did cool cool episodes. But you didn't, like, like it. Me and Kendrick watch it and we send messages back and forth like oh she oh, oh this is terrible oh the, like we watch it live it's live apart appointment <laughs> like that is exactly <laughs> what I'm bailey. talking about not bailey bring bailey to the podcast bailey <laughs> oh no oh my gosh i'm sorry guys Bailey heard us talking about Drag Race and she was like, actually... That was... I think that was at the Amy Winehouse movie. She just responds really well. <laughs> but guys... It's really um, but yeah, so it was great to see T.S. Madison on stage, especially for trans visibility in general. So that was nice to see. And um, I like the different sets that they built. Like they built the Martin set. They built the uh, Good Time set. They built the Game of Thrones Iron Throne, which was hella dope. And that is, I think, probably one of the shows that I'm most well, yeah, one of the shows I'm most excited for this year. Other than the boys, is House of the Dragon, and that is coming this summer. So that I actually want to get into that too. Well, guess what? There's only one season out. Mm-hmm. I believe it is eight episodes or ten episodes. I believe it. Because I, I, I did see one to two episodes and I liked it. That It's just those type of shows, like those medieval shows, I always have to go back and really pay attention. You can't really miss a beat when it comes to that. I don't watch that show without knowing someone who knows what's going on. Yeah. Because one thing about me, baby, I'm not going to read those books and I'm not going to listen to that. Like, I'll listen to an audiobook and that's how I consume books, but I will not listen to the audiobook of Game of Thrones. I'd rather, like, go outside and eat the sidewalk than do that. But when I watch it with people who have either read the books or are really deep into the fandom, then I'm able to ask questions like, oh, what, what is this? mean what does that mean what is going on and all these things so it's easier to watch the show Mm -hmm. um it's also i would say since it's literally starting from kind of like the beginning it's a prequel so it's from before game of thrones it's easy to follow along with especially since we're only on the first season and the second season is coming out soon so i would definitely recommend it but not before you watch the boys. I think the boys is at the top of our priority list. Speaking yeah. of, shout out to Steven Yoon. I think that's how you say his last name. The star of Beef, because Beef, oh, and Ali Wong, Beef got a lot. It was Beef, The Bear, and Succession that really ate down last night. Amy swept, cleared, period. And it was well deserved. What can I say? Um, so I did watch a show. It's a limited series. It's called Fool Me Once. I usually don't watch these little thriller shows, the twists of an ending shows, the dramatic, like, who killed this person show, but I don't know how I got tricked. Oh, I think that I saw it on the Netflix top 10, and then... Kendrick was, uh, well, I asked Kendrick 
you know, was this good? And he was like, yeah, watch it. But then he denied it. So I don't know. So then I ended up getting tricked into watching it. And I actually enjoyed it because it was every episode. You're like, what the hell is going on between the sheets in my home? And every episode, some fuck shit gets found out. And you're like, what the hell is going on? And at the end, I feel like it was a little, like, messy. And it did have some things that you're like, then why wouldn't they show this or X, Y, and Z? Why wouldn't they tell the audience this? But that's just the way that they wanted to tell that story. And it's based off a book. Um, I will not read it, but um, I heard that it's a really good book by Harlan someone and he has another show on Netflix called Safe. So this is an author who often has their adaptations of their book put on Netflix and if Safe is anything like Fool Me Once I'll go back to watching it even though it's not my kind of show it was really good it's it's a show that you can watch in two days it's eight episodes you know um, there's a I, you, it's, there's a protagonist but you know you ask yourself like is she good or is she evil because she's done some things so I like those kind of complicated protagonists Mm-hmm. Uh, and the antagonist may have been someone that you've been expecting all along or it could be someone who surprises you so if you guys watch Fool Me Once DM us let us know what did you think about the ending and then next week maybe I'll come back to tell you what I did and didn't like because I want to give people some more time to um, watch it I know you're not gonna watch it. I am. No, when you get quiet like that, you just Actually, I am. Do you guys not believe me? No, no one believes you, Aaron. <laughs> because when you're gonna watch something, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. You don't say. I think that's actually when I'm lying, usually. Really? Yeah, because sometimes it's, the thing is I'll see something and I won't say I'll watch it, but I'll just randomly watch it, and I'll click on it. And I'll be like, the thing is, you will watch it randomly six months later, and then talk about it. And, and it's so good. Hate that. Sometimes it happens. You know what I just seen too? What? Traitors. Traitors all through. I was gonna save that for. No, of course. I, I'm on. I'm on the first episode. I'm Saturday. not done yet. But oh, perfect. So then by the time we get to Thursday, when we, we record watch. our Saturday episode, you'll be caught really up. Really good, guys. I wasn't, because I thought it was going to be something really corny. I'm not going to lie, just based on the advertisement. I was like, okay. But as I continue watching, I'm like, this is a show that I can really get into. And on top of that, a few of the people that I actually like are in. I knew you were gonna watch it because Phaedra and Sheree. Phaedra and Sheree. And, and camera. Like all of them are in it. Like they specifically made this season for you. For you. They're like, Aaron, just watch it and shut up. <laughs> no more. Peacock was like, okay, he might have said fuck you the first season, but the second but season we're gonna one, put. He won't. And you're right, because I'm not. Like, I'm actually watching and I'm taking my time with it and and enjoying every bit of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Phaedra is, I will say, she is... Mm -hmm. She is it. 
Mm-hmm. She's it. She's perfect for it. She's it. Like, In I don't know sense of the what's way. gonna unfold, but it's like between Sheree and Tamra, I'm scared. <laughs> like, it's just too much. It's like Phaedra, Tamra, and Sheree. They got like. <laughs> They they literally were like, okay, so what can we not bring back so we can afford this cast? So well, I look forward to talking about it. That's what I will say. Yeah, I can't wait until you watch all three episodes, though. That's mm-hmm. the thing. That's the thing. Um, so speaking of things that we didn't watch, I actually went to the movies because, you know, I stay my ass in the movies and I watched Mean Girls. Of course, I watched Mean Girls. I was in pink and I watched it on Thursday before it came out to the masses on Friday. And the guy at the theater, he was like, you're here to see Mean Girls. And I was like, that's actually offensive. Like, why? I could be here to see some heterosexual movie that I couldn't even think of. I, I could be here to see Aquaman too. But I was like, yeah, actually, I'm here to see Mean Girls. So we had a key. And he was like, I knew it. Yeah, theater eight to the left. So I went. I had no expectations. I knew that it was a musical. So I'm like, okay. But it was a Broadway musical. So I'm like, okay. And then it's also produced by Tina Fey and the guy that produces us, Lauren Michaels. So they produced the first one. So I'm like, it has to have a level of, okay, these people are involved in it. So it's not like we talked about last week, a completely fucked off spinoff or reboot that is just pulled out of someone's ass. It was a great movie to me. People are ripping it. Not too bad. I've seen a, a couple of negative reviews, and I'm not really understanding it because they didn't change too much. The uh, the the dialogue it got changed a little bit because there um, there's songs and stuff. But as far as the plot, the new cast, uh, the teachers, even like it was it was funny. It was zany. It was very, uh, it wasn't camp. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go as far as say it was camp, but it was a good movie. It was a genuinely good movie. Like, not I'm lying because I have an agenda. Like, I don't know none of them bitches. I know Renee Rapp from the Sex Lives of College Girls, but that's pretty much it. Like, all the rest of the people, Tina Fey, I know, but I have no, I have no loyalty to Tina Fey. I really, you know, like, well, I used to like SNL. I don't really watch it that much right now. But I watch Mean Girls all the time. I watch it Christmas. I watch it Halloween, like I said to Aaron when he comes back, that it's one of those shows that are simultaneously a Halloween and a Christmas movie. So I felt that they casted the people well. They, um, the songs weren't terrible. They weren't corny the i will say the wardrobe department kind of slacked and the girl that played katie she's no (sighs) and i had like i didn't have any expectations for her but i just felt like okay maybe she's not giving katie heron because she hasn't turned into you know when Katie gets popular and that's when she turns into a bad bitch and that's when Lindsay Lohan is really like 
you know, popping, right. she doesn't have it in her. Like, there's not one in her body. Like, she can't, she's not mean. She's not mean at all. It's like, I don't know, she might be Canadian. Maybe that's the reason why, because I hear that Canadian people are really, really nice. So I wonder if that might be the reason that she's not really, like, mean like that. Um, but other than that, like, I would say Regina George, aka Renee Rapp, Karen, and Damien were the top three stars, three stars, and they did the damn thing, period. So I would say go and see it. If you're a fan of the original, go and see it. And don't read the reviews. Don't let people say, but this, but that, but that. Go see it without having anyone in your ear. Even this positive review. Forget I even said it. But if you like it, come back and tell me. Um, but yeah, I really just like enjoyed the movie. It was fun. It wasn't too long. It was just a good time. And like the callbacks are great. I will spoiler alert. Lindsay Lohan has a small, small role. And it was great to see because it was just like mother, like try not to say mother challenge. So it was just a good time. And I would definitely recommend everyone to see it. If not, wait until you can pirate it. Not that I know anything about it. I'm just saying that like some people do that. I agree. My sister wanted to see it and um, I trust that she will. <laughs> let, her, let her let me and know. And when it comes on HBO Max, even before that, let her, let her know to watch yeah. it. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. Is there anything else that you watched, Aaron? Um, we'll talk about that on the Patreon, but Love After Lockup. And I'm almost caught up. So that's what I've been watching, guys. <laughs> Nothing that's like they're not going to bring Lacey out for an Emmy or Chevelle, even though I do think they deserve it. Yeah, I would say if it was up to you, they would get one. I feel like that should be our poster, actually. Like, what is a show that, you know, may not necessarily be seen as Emmy-worthy to the whoever the fuck the Academy of Emmy people are? Mm but is worth an Emmy to you. Hmm. Yeah, I would definitely say Love After Lockup. Uh, Swarm was another one, even though that was a part of the Emmys. I do think it should have won an award because that was really good. Uh, Rap shit. Does that count? Yeah. I would say Power Book Ghost. That's my shit. BMF for sure. They always look over it. Yeah. And then the other one that I definitely say that's a, a lot out there, Baddies. Baddies deserves an Emmy. And um, I'll leave y'all with that. So let us know what you think <laughs> deserves an Emmy or at least a nomination for the way that they, uh, you know, Put a show together because it takes a lot to have people. To I think we deserve one. That's last. Hmm? I think we deserve one. 
I think our YouTube, yeah. Especially now that we're on YouTube. Do you understand? Especially the tequila fueled episode and then the Watch What Crackles yeah. episode. I think those no one's doing it. All come on stage. But yeah, guys, that's today's show. We love you so much. Um, please give us five stars. Anything less, just DM it to us. Let us know about our potster. Who do you think deserves an Emmy? Did you like the Emmys? Did you hate the Emmys? What was your favorite segment? What was your least favorite segment? And follow us on threads. Also follow us on patreon.com slash bravo we're no bravo wild black. And the podcast is Bravo We're Black. And I spilled some tea on the Patreon. So definitely. See y'all did, y'all. And did. And it's it's Bravo related. So make sure y'all check that out. I'm just saying. Y'all ain't heard it from me. All right. We love you. Talk to you Saturday. Bye. Bye, y'all. A Huda Media Production.